This is One-on-One's NFL Friday, bringing your weekly Jets, Giants, and NFL talk from WFUB Sports with top guests, weekly fantasy advice, and opinionated analysis. This is One-on-One's NFL Friday. Welcome to NFL Friday, Week 17, the final NFL Friday of the regular season. I'm Tom Scabelli, joined by Jack McClune and Manny Odeye. Tom Terzuli with us as well. Him and Jack are actually in studio. Me and Manny are calling in. So uh, an interesting show, Jack. I know you said the studio is lonely in there. It's so empty in here, and Tom's behind the glass. I'm just kind of sitting here twiddling my thumbs. It's all by myself. I got my jacket on another chair to pretend someone else is here. Does it I'm feel like you're talking man. to God, kind of? Yeah. <laughs> well, when Manny talks, though, I don't know about you, Scabelli, but when Manny talks, it's like talking to God. Listen, yeah. Manny's over here enjoying vacation. <laughs> I'm, I'm working from home. I'm watching college football on TV right now. I'm having a blast. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Guys, today we got uh, a pretty good show. I, I think they're all pretty good, but maybe this one will be pretty good, too. We're going to start off talking just sort of general NFL playoff scenarios, the AFC is set, the six teams are in, it's just some seating that has to be figured out. And the NFC is really up for grabs. There's a bunch of spots up for grabs, seating's up for grabs too. So I think that's really uh, going to be the bulk of our talk. But let's talk. start off talking AFC a little bit. We know the six teams are going to be the Pats, the Steelers, the Texans, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Dolphins. The questions are kind of the seating. I think the main thing is we know if the Patriots win, they'll get the number one seed, or if the Raiders lose. But do you guys see it being possible that the Chiefs win and the Raiders lose, being that Matt McGloin is their starting quarterback and the Chiefs sneak into that two seed? I could see it. I mean, I definitely could see it. I mean, Matt McGloin is not a good quarterback. And Kansas City just wins games kind of just out of nowhere, it feels like. And the Chargers aren't playing particularly well as of late either. I could totally see it. I mean, it's just—it's going to be tough to. I don't see New England losing to Miami, though. That's the thing. To Matt Moore. No, no, I think New England has the one. Oh, for the for the yeah for the other seed. Yeah, absolutely. I could definitely see that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we got to think about San Diego is definitely not a good team this year at all, and uh, Kansas City—they have a good defense. You know, a lot of people really don't talk mm-hmm. about them with other defenses in the league, but the Kansas City defense is pretty good. Uh, yeah, Oakland—they—they're missing Derek Carr, and I think they're going to struggle against Denver. Their defense is amazing. But we'll see what happens. I definitely think that um, they'll lose, and it's possible. We'll, we'll find out. There's no yeah, way I, the Patriots don't come out of the AFC, right? Of course not. I mean, is there any way it's not past Steelers in the AFC? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be because, I mean, Houston's horrendous. Oakland's got yeah. Matt McGloin, and Kansas City's— I mean, Kansas City, I guess, could be the one that does it, but Miami's starting Matt Moore. So, I mean, I don't— The, the no. only thing is Kansas City, if they do end up getting the two, then maybe they could be Pittsburgh in mm-hmm. that 2-3 matchup. But I, I can't see any – the Chiefs and the Steelers, none of, neither of those teams really beat the Patriots. The only teams that ever beat the Patriots in the playoffs are the, the Broncos, Ravens, and Giants, basically. I don't, 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 stop yeah, talking I about the think, Giants, please. I, I, mean, I, I, know, I know you have to, but, like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any – the Patriots will be in the are football team. Yeah, no, how That's crazy is that? Right. This is New York radio, two Patriot fans. <laughs> Yeah, the the Patriots will definitely be in the Super Bowl this year. I think that, you know, Pittsburgh, a lot of people talk about Pittsburgh's offense. You know, they're pretty good. They have a chance to compete with the Patriots. But their DBs are terrible. You know, Tom Brady will tear them apart. Yeah, I agree. I I don't see any way that the Patriots don't emerge. It would really take some miraculous run. Like I said, I think it's the Patriots, 
Chiefs or Steelers. It's one of those three teams, and it's like a 90% chance that it's the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then looking around the rest of the AFC, I mean, it looks like, you know, Pittsburgh locked in the three. There'll be Kansas City or Oakland with the five. I mean, can we get another rematch of last year, Kansas City at Houston in round one? That was a great, great, exciting game. Right? <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> That was some good football, man. <laughs> How bummed does Oakland have to be, right? I mean, they were coming in. They looked like they're they were honestly with Derek Carr. I could see that that being a really good game between them and the Patriots, but it's not going to happen with McGloin. I mean, that's such a bummer. I mean, as a Patriots fan, obviously I want them to win, but Derek Carr is really fun to watch. You know, the funny thing is, everyone's ruling out the Raiders. Like everyone's like, okay, you know, you lost Derek Carr. Now it's time to give up. I think they're going to come out with their heads on fire. They're going to try and play good football. But I do also agree that they will come up short. You know, I don't see them once again beating uh, the Patriots, and I'm not sure how far they can go without Carr. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see the Raiders doing anything. I think with Matt McGloin, I mean, the, the defense is pretty good for the Raiders. They have Khalil Mack, but they've also been been pretty beatable. The defense, the running game isn't great. Derek Carr was really maybe the MVP of the league, and you lose him, and you have to go to Matt McGloin. It's not even like it's a serviceable bet serviceable backup like Matt Moore say I mean mm-hmm. they're really in trouble I think maybe if they end up with the five maybe they could be Houston just because Houston is so bad too and mm-hmm. Oakland yeah. Houston round one matchup would be awful I, that would but be also, like that might be the worst <laughs> single two playoff teams of all time playing each other if that became a thing it could be it could be that and there'd be a winner in that so game bad. someone would move on <laughs> that's crazy ridiculous that would for sure be the Saturday game at 4.30. They always <laughs> Saturday at 4.30. All right, let's move over to the NFC. A lot more going on there. We know that Dallas is in. We know that Seattle is in. We know that the Giants are in. And we know that Atlanta is in, I believe. Yes. Yes. So those are the four we know that are in. And it's between does Green Bay or Detroit get in? And then who gets the wild card? It could be one of those two. Or it could be Washington. Or it could be the Bucks. They have a really easy road to the playoffs. They only need like seven things to go their way. <laughs> so I think, you know, bet, bet the Buccaneers. But where do you guys see? Well, let's start with, I think, the premier matchup. It's the Sunday night football game. Lions-Packers in Detroit. For the North, who do you guys think takes it? I, I, I got to give it to Green Bay, right? Uh, I don't know, man. No. Look, I, I, it's I, not I, as clear-cut as it used to be. I give you that. It's not as clear-cut as it used to be. I mean, I'm, I think about last year when they played in Detroit and it took a, a, a horrendous call, you know, by the officials just mm-hmm. to get them another play at the last of the game. And then a Hail Mary by Aaron Rodgers. You know, they, they play each other tough. They are division rivals. And uh, I, and Darius Slay is coming back for the Lions. That's a big part yeah. of their defense that they were missing last week. I don't know, guys. I really think the Lions have a chance to win this game. I think the Giants are like, I'm thinking Giants-wise, and that's why I'm giving so much hope to Detroit because I think the way it's going to take out is that no matter what happens, I think pretty much it's going to be the Giants. Are gonna, they are the five. They're going to go to the four, who I think will be whoever wins this game. And I'd really rather go to Detroit than Lambo. Mm. I don't think oh, yeah. that's really too much yeah. of, a, of a shocking statement. But I don't know. I think it'll be a really good game. I think the Lions are a little bit underrated. I, I like the Lions. I like Matt Stafford. I think he's a gamer. I think I could see him having a big game, but they don't really have a running game, and the Packers are just so hot right now. Five straight wins. They were talking about Aaron Rodgers when they were four and six. He said, hey, I think we can run the table. I saw something exactly go down as one of those famous guarantees. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of wasn't a guarantee. It's kind of just like <laughs> <laughs> could, yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm not big on Aaron Rodgers. Well, right now he's locked in. I think my my heart wants the Lions, but my head says it's tough to pick against Green Bay. The thing that makes I mean, me... the Lions just can't beat the Packers, right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. The thing that makes me think maybe not the Packers is that I don't trust Mike McCarthy in any kind of pivotal situation whatsoever. He's that's, not that's a fair. good coach. I mean, there was what was he it two years ago where he kept. Was it two years? I trust Rodgers. I just don't trust. I don't remember. Really, you, you don't trust McCarthy. That's the first. I've never heard that before. Yeah, but was it two years ago that he kicked two field goals in like the three yard line, or is that last year? Like what is he? Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, I remember that. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't like his game calling at all. He's so conservative, and I think in a game against a, a Detroit team that beats you with big plays and kind of comes out of nowhere, you can't play to kind of sit by and win a grind out game at the end. You got to come out and be aggressive, and he doesn't coach like that. And I think in the way the NFL is going right now, you can't coach a conservative game plan anymore. It doesn't work. And he's so afraid of just playing the numbers and even going for it on, like, fourth and short inside the 10 or just kind of these little things that I just don't like from him. I don't know. It's weird. I don't I, I don't like him a lot. I don't, I'm See, not the a— The thing is, I don't, what I don't like about the, the Packers, and, and it will go to Aaron Rodgers, is that they when it comes to, to game plays and game planning, they got a bunch of lucky and trick plays, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like their success is built on— they have a play. It doesn't work out, but Aaron Rodgers runs around in the pocket and flicks his wrist exactly. because he, he he does have it. Like he's probably one of the greatest arms I've ever seen. But he just like does some magic and it happens <laughs> to fall. And in in playoffs, that's that's you playing against real talented hard teams. Everyone's fighting, you know, for things like that. But like you know, I can't really trust that to always work for them, especially in Week Seventeen. Well, yeah, I mean the McCarthy thing. He was kind of on the hot seat like a, a little bit earlier in the year, so I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a great coach either. One of my worst hot not... takes ever was saying that he should have been fired after that loss in the playoffs. I was like, I don't know. I, I just, I did, I really felt like he cost them that game. I yeah, know. I mean, I think he he cost them more than uh, what was his name, Brandon Bostic. Yeah, the, the drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drop. yeah, he kind of became the scapegoat. But now I'm taking the Packers more because of Rodgers than, mm-hmm. than McCarthy. That's for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think Rodgers has kind of overcome McCarthy for a while. I I think he still can. I don't. This Lions team doesn't scare me a whole lot. Their defense is pretty good, but like you said, there's no run game there. Yeah. And the Packers secondary is decent enough to kind of limit it at least. I, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think I agree with you. I think we're all agreeing that it's going to be a really really good game. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, if if Theo Riddick plays for the Lions, even though they they struggle with their run game, he can provide some some good. Uh, Yards for them, and also it depends on the Packers' offense because mm-hmm. they're struggling at, at running back, but they kind of one side to still run the entire offense through uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's worked for them, so we'll see what happens. All right, so who do you guys think ends up making the playoffs in the NFC with with the seeding? Dallas is one. We all know that. The two, I think, are going to be Atlanta. They get the two as long as they beat the Saints at home, which I think they will. I think Seattle will get the three as long as they beat um, – San Francisco, they'll get the three. And then I'm picking the Packers to beat the Lions to get the four. Giants locked in in the five. And I think the Redskins will end up getting the six because I think the Redskins are going to beat the Giants this week. I don't think the Giants really have much to play for. So I'll put the Redskins at nine, six, and one. And then the Buccaneers and the Lions, or whoever loses that NFC North game, uh, will be nine and seven. So I, I think the, the Redskins get in. I think that's how the season uh, is going to shake out. Yeah, I, I agree with you pretty much across the board there. Yeah, I think I think the Packers win that game, but yeah, I definitely the Redskins Giants game. I think they come out on top of that one. They're they're at home. Yeah, Redskins are at home. Like you said, the Giants have nothing really going for them anymore. The Redskins are been playing pretty well, 
And I like I, Kirk Cousins is better than I mean it's weird to say better than people think he is because he does get a lot of hype. But I think he's good in these kind of clutch situations. I think he'll win that game for them and get them in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. You know, barring all complications that the Seattle Seahawks lose or the Buccaneers find themselves in the playoffs some type of crazy way, uh, I do think that the Redskins definitely beat the Giants on Sunday. And whoever does come out of this uh, this game between the Lions and the Packers, I guess they'll be in. I'm kind of leaning towards the Lions. That's maybe because I don't really like Aaron Rodgers as a Tom Brady bias. But you don't know. Who, who knows? Well, anyway, I think the NFC playoffs are going to be – Wide open. I think they're going to be awesome. I think that as bad as the AFC playoffs are going to be, I think the NFC is so stacked and so wide open. I could really see any of the six teams that get in, no matter who they are, end up making a run. I think it's going to be one of the best playoffs from one conference that we've seen in a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah, top to bottom. It, I really do. I mean, because yeah. the Falcons, Seahawks, and uh, Packers or Lions are all good teams. I mean, the Redskins, we kind of know what you're getting from them. The Bucks have been hot if they somehow magically sneak in. Their defense has been really good. And then the freaking Giants, man. All they got to do is back their way into the playoffs, and they They're figure it out. Every... We'll get to them. We'll get to them. Yeah, we will. But like, I, we I definitely just, will. That's just how I always picture them getting into the playoffs. Like, Regardless of how well they played the whole year, they back in for me, okay? <laughs> guess I won the Super Bowl again. Exactly. <laughs> Disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, but... um. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll do more of our picks next week, but I'm just going to throw this out there right now. I got a, a gut feeling about the Falcons. I, I don't know why, but I could see something happening, some some run from the Falcons in the playoffs. Their, you know, their defense isn't very good, right? It's, uh, no, they're good. Is it? Okay. No, I, 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 could, I could be totally wrong. It would be, but it's, it's like, it's whatever. Yeah, it's enough. You know, let me tell you why I agree with you, though, because I feel like everyone is is counting them out. Like, you know, people talk about how Dallas has Dak and Ezekiel now. They're the number one seed. Oh, Seattle's defense, you know, they you know, they're able to uh, keep them in these uh, last couple of playoff runs. Uh, talk about the Giants, how they always manage a way to come in like this and win the Super Bowl. No one's talking about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that plays a, a big toll on the team, you know, when, when people count you out or underdogging you in the media the way that they are, you know, it, it gives people an edge to play with. And honestly, I don't I don't see uh, how they can't, you know, I see that it's possible they will have good success in the playoffs. That Bill Simmons, no one believes in us? Yeah, exactly. Just like that. I think that you guys got anything else you want to add to the just general NFC? Class? I want to remember. I want to add that I totally forgot that the Cowboys even existed. Apparently, and I think that they're going to win the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of just because like, I'm looking at the like the playoff scenarios, and they don't have one because they're locked into what they're doing. So I just kind of forgot yeah. they were around. No, yeah, the Dallas. I think Dallas wins the NFC. I do really? think they got on top. That I Dak and Zeke are too good. I know Manny just said that those are reasons to kind of whatever, but I really do think that they're legit. I just don't see it. I just I think they're going to get beat. In- from someone, I, I'm not just saying that. I just, I, <laughs> I think that they'll be set up for a while with those two, and eventually it'll happen. But I don't know. I, I just, I maybe it's more of a gut thing than anything. But I just, I, I don't see them winning it. I don't know. I think, I think it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see the Cowboys and Giants face off again. Oh my God, that'd be crazy. See what happens there, you know. Hopefully, I mean, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a Ezekiel Elliott fan. I don't have anything wrong with him. I'd like to see him in the Super Bowl, but I mean, I don't know. I think I'll go, I'll go with the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl. Um, I guess I'll go Giants, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Big surprise, big surprise. Uh. <laughs>
right, so speaking of those Giants, they've got a pretty big game, not for them this week, really just for the Redskins and, and kind of the rest of the NFC. And I, I talked about that and sort of previewed their playoffs in my Giants report. After a four-season-long drought, the New York Giants are back in the playoffs. With the Saints' victory over the Bucks on Christmas Eve, the Giants punched their ticket to the postseason as the five-seed. Big Blue season has been a lot of things, but boring isn't one of them. They went into this season with a lot of uncertainty between the coaching change and free agency splurge. For the start of the season, off-field storylines dominated the headlines, whether it was Odell Beckham's tantrums or Josh Brown's domestic violence case. But ultimately, this resilient bunch kept winning. The defense has been one of the best in football, Odell continues to amaze, and while Eli Manning has had a down season, he's been a steady veteran presence guiding them through it all. The Giants do have a recipe for success, but they have to take things one step at a time. First up is the wild card round next week against either the Falcons, Seahawks, Packers, or Lions. If the Falcons win at home against the Saints and Seattle beats the 49ers, both are likely, the Giants will face the winner of the Packers-Lions Sunday night game. The best case for the Giants is a trip to Detroit. It's the least intimidating stadium to play in, and the Giants have already beat the Lions this season. The Packers would probably be the next best matchup for Big Blue. You'd hate to face a hot Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers have struggled this season and the Giants have certainly shown they can win at Lambeau in the playoffs. Atlanta would be tough, they play well at home and are very talented, and Seattle would maybe be the worst place to play. They're not the Seahawks of old, but nobody wants to go to Seattle in the playoffs. Regardless, the Giants have no control over where they end up, and that's why they shouldn't risk anything Sunday in D.C. Play your starters for a quarter or so, hopefully get the offense's confidence going, and then sit everyone. You can't risk injury this late. The Redskins do have a playoff spot to play for, though, so I'm picking them to beat the Giants 24-17. With this week's Giants report, I'm Tom Scabelli, WFUV Sports. All right, that was my Giants report. I'm picking them to lose 24-17 to Washington. I just, I, I don't think that they really have any reason to go all out this week because they're locked into the five seed no matter what happens. And you could talk about backing into the playoffs, but the Giants <laughs> won 10 games. They were 10 and four. They had, a, you know, a big win streak in the middle of the season. They lost to Philly, you know, big deal. Teams lose games. And now even if they lose to Washington, it's not going to be like they're really going all out. They are expected to start their starters. I think the question is how long they stay in. I would say give it like a quarter and a half or, you know, a full half. I don't know. Make sure. Try to get maybe a little momentum with the offense going, but you cannot risk. I mean, you look what happened to the Raiders last week. You can't risk an injury to one of your big guys, and you're locked into the five no matter what. I just, I, don't, I mean, it's it's part of the bias of being a Patriots fan in the middle of New Jersey, which makes no sense or whatever. <laughs> but it just feels like the Giants to me aren't like it. Always feels like they're backing in, regardless of how well they play. Because I don't is it because Eli's the quarterback, and because I never feel like you know what you're getting out of him day to day. That might be it, or did, like that that has to be it. Honestly, I, I've decided that that's what it is. Be. It's Eli being at quarterback, which is unfair I, to say because he won the Super Bowl twice, and I watched it I firsthand guess, and wanted to like hate it. But <laughs> no, I'm yeah, I mean, no, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that I, I'm not thrilled with Eli's play this season. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I, I don't. It, uh, basically, I'm just holding out hope that playoff Eli shows up. I yeah, that's a real thing, and that he shows up. But I, I think the difference between 
you know, this Giants team and the reason they could, you know, maybe afford Eli to not be, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in football is because of how good that defense is. It's incredible. That's what, that's what makes me think that I'm insane for thing they backed in because that defense is legit. They're really good. Landon Collins is unbelievable. Landon Collins, Janoris Jenkins, Snacks. I mean, the thing about their defense is that they're they're playing good at the the proper and the right time. You know, of course the Giants are they are ten five. They had their struggles on the year, but like we said, man, this, when this defense is rolling, they are truly rolling. They're gonna be hard to beat. Yeah, and that's why I think that I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty confident. I mean, I think that even if they do have to go to Lambeau, that they they I mean they've showed twice already that they can beat you know the Packers in Lambeau in a playoff game, and I I just think that their defense this year is. I don't know how you want to compare it to, you know, the the two Super Bowl winning defenses. I would say maybe the pass rush is worse, but mm-hmm. I think the secondary is a lot better. Yeah, Landon that's oh, it's always been their pass rush, but their secondary this year is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah Landon College is the best safety that they've had in God knows how long, and you know, Janoris Jenkins has been a shutdown cornerback. He he's expected to play this week, hopefully not too much, and then. It'd be nice though if Jason Pierre-Paul can get back. He said that he may be back for the wild card round, definitely for the divisional round if he, if you know, they move it on. But I think the secondary is kind of what separates this defense from the past. They're probably right up there with the best defense in the playoffs, I would think. I mean, the Seahawks have been kind of weird this year, and especially after they lose Earl Thomas. I mean, I don't know what you're doing there. It's t- I I think they're right up there, and that that alone will keep you around. Regard and you because if you have Odell Beckham, like you're gonna get something eventually. You would assume so they're right. they're really they're kind of gonna be sneaky dangerous, and that makes me really upset. They're always sneaky dangerous. It upsets me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how sneaky it is though. I feel like sort of too many people are talking about them. I feel like the first two runs. I mean, especially the first one, everyone counted them out. And the, the previous one, everyone was like, oh, it happened once. Mm-hmm. But now it's, like, known that, like, the Giants are that team that just, like, wins the Super Bowl and no one expects it. So now kind of everyone expects yeah. it. I don't know. It's kind of sounding it to me a little bit. I gotta Honestly, be I'll, be, I'll be completely honest. If they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl again, I might never watch football ever again. <laughs> I'll be done. I'll be done, too. I'll be very upset. You know, I cried the first time. I, I <laughs> so did I. Lie. I cried my eyes out. The second time, I took it like a man, but... The third time, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> that would be it. Would be incredible. I mean, and and then you, the the Pats would have four, mm-hmm. and the Giants would have three. Eli Manning would have three Eli, Super Bowl wins <laughs> against one team. Against <laughs> not even just one team. One of the greatest franchises in NFL history. That's the thing, though. Tom Brady. If the Giants beat anybody else somehow, like if the Steelers kind of roll through that game, whatever, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Only if they beat the Patriots again will I quit yeah. football. Forever. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I will not, I don't agree. <laughs> you agree that I'll quit? Yeah. <laughs> I agree that, like, that, that, was, that would probably be hard for me. But yeah. the, the, the other side of that coin is that if the Giants and Patriots do meet in the Super Bowl and the Patriots win, that would be crushing. Because, I mean, I know the Giants <laughs> would still have two and the Pats would have one, but it'd be like, that's the Giants thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's our thing. Super Bowl. And that would like take it away from them. So, I mean, I think a, a Pat Giants Super Bowl Patriots fans have more to lose than they have to gain. But at least you. I don't think that. I'd make it to Super Bowl Sunday. I you might like my roommate is a Patriot fan. He said he oh. probably wouldn't even watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it like in bits and pieces. I'd be one of those like I'm watching it for the halftime show and the commercial kind of people and like peeking like ah <laughs> oh, who's winning the sport game. 
kind of I've, deals. I've, I've had to sit through and watch it because I have I know way too many Giants fans <laughs> that it's it just gotta you gotta just bear in it sometimes. So here's Tom. Here's an interesting question though. So the usual question people hear all the time is like, oh, would you rather like lose in the Super Bowl or like lose early on? Would you rather the Giants lose in the NFC Championship game to whoever? or lose to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, say they got to the Super Bowl again? I'd, I'd like them to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe selfishly, just because me and Christian are, are going, so I think that would be cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if, if that wasn't the case, then that would be a, a real tough question. I don't know. I, don't I think, know. Uh, I I think for the third time for the Pats to play the Giants and they get the victory this time, that would be... Everything to me. That would be everything to Tom Brady, I think, to everybody yeah. in Patriots Nation. I hate how hard, far ahead of ourselves we're getting with this, by the way. Yeah. The Giants let's, have to play. They have to even play through, they have to play through the wild card game. They're not even past that first round. <laughs> yeah. We got, well, we got a Giants and two Patriots. Yeah, that's how it's going to so go. What, what do we really expect to happen? But, but I think they match up pretty well, yeah, to move on from let's that. Let's talk about that first round. I said I, So they could play either Atlanta Seattle, Detroit, or Green Bay. The most likely thing is that they'll play either um, Detroit or Green Bay. So ranking those four teams, or you know, you have to rank them one through four. But who do you think is maybe the best matchup for them and the worst matchup? I think you're right in saying the Lions are definitely the best. And I'd say it's weird because Atlanta, you would think, is their offense, but their secondary is what's good. So I would say you say it's Green Bay. It's got to be Green Bay, right? Green Bay in Lambeau. Is a lot to deal with. I think with. Seattle. I don't, I don't want to go to Seattle. Yeah, yeah that's. I, that's... I, I, would, I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't, as a Giants fan, I wouldn't want to go play Seattle because, as we've seen in the past, you know, they turn up in the playoffs and they, their defense is still good without Earl Thomas dominant. You mm-hmm. know, I think uh, their, their best matchup will be Detroit and somewhere between Seattle and maybe Atlanta. You know, we can't sleep on Atlanta's defense, though. Type quiet. They do have a decent pass rushers there, and they could get to Eli. I think I think that the Giants match up pretty well with Seattle, though. I mean, their running game's non-existent at this point. There's really nobody there. Yeah. I mean, who's running the ball for them anymore? Is, is it Procise again, or what's the deal out there? Because no, and they it, had some guy last week. I I I've ne- never seen him before. I forgot what his name was. Exactly. They, they're rotating back there. I mean, I feel like if you match up well there, you got a shot. I think that I th- I feel like. The Packers and the Seahawks matchup is pretty similar in that regard, and I'd rather—it's hard to say—I'd rather play in Seattle than play in cold Green Bay. When yeah, you can't run the ball I, either. I—I I almost wouldn't. I'd rather go. I think Green Bay is maybe the second best matchup for the Giants. Really? To be I think that. I, I mean, I know that they're the Packers. I know they're Aaron Rodgers, but like I said, the Giants have showed that they can win in Lambeau. That's a good and point. I think the Packers. I don't know. The, the defense isn't that good. The they don't really have that great of a running game. The offensive line is can be a little questionable. So I, I almost think that the Giants, not only could, yeah. I don't think they would beat the Packers. I I think Seattle is the, the least place I want to go. Mm. Then Atlanta, and then Green Bay, and ideally, I mean, maybe they'll go to Detroit. I know I'm saying all this, that's going to end up to go to Detroit and lose. Yeah. But <laughs> if they if if that if they're the home team, would you rather they play Green Bay then, or would you still rather them play the Lions? Oh, no. I'd rather play Lions no matter, no matter what. what. Okay. Yeah, no matter what. I agree with that. Too. No, I do, too. I just I was wondering because I know Lambeau factors in at least a little bit in that, too. But, yeah. No, you're yeah, right. Does. I agree with that. I just think that the Packers are a better team than the Lions, especially a better playoff team because yeah. of Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm interested. I, I kind of want to see a little Stafford playoff run, though. I'm interested. 
Yeah, the dude I likes agree, to throw man. the ball around, and him in a late-game situation in the playoffs could be a lot of fun. And I mean, I've always been a fan of Matt Stafford. You know, I mean, he has a big arm, too, just like Aaron Rodgers. And it'll be good to see, you know, some other guys do good and win in the postseason. But we'll see what happens. I, I think they could beat the Giants, honestly. So, looking at this game this week, before we move on to the Jets against the, uh, against the Redskins, who do you guys think uh, wins? I said I think the Redskins win just because I don't think the Giants care. Yeah. Uh yeah, I agree. Redskins all the way. Yeah, Redskins. Yeah, the Giants. It doesn't mean enough for the Giants to really try to grind one out. Not worth it. Yeah, I agree. I think the the ideal scenario is that they play like a half and maybe they score two touchdowns on offense to get some confidence. We get some going, Josh Johnson action next week. Is that what we're gonna see? They could naturally. Maybe. So we may see a little Josh Johnson. <laughs> oh Hold God. on to your horses, people. Oh boy. All right. Well, that's enough Josh Johnson talk. We're gonna move on. <laughs> And uh, let's talk to you. All right, so there's really no playoff. Four and eleven, coming off an embarrassing loss against New England. Uh, Christian talked about that and previewed the game ahead against Buffalo in his Jets report. Another embarrassing loss to the Patriots. What else is new? The Jets were flat out overmatched, losing 41-3. But look, I didn't expect much from the team and Bryce Petty going into Foxborough and taking on my Super Bowl favorite. Plus, it was rainy and cold, which was an issue for Petty. Unfortunately, Petty's play wasn't the biggest negative. While he was able to escape Miami's blowout without a serious injury, this time in New England, it caught up to him. Petty suffered a torn labrum and was replaced by Fitzpatrick, who threw two more picks. So the Baylor product will end the year on injured reserve a tough break for a guy who deserves his chance. In addition, there was concern Bowles wouldn't coach New England because he spent the previous night in the hospital because of kidney stones and some other ailments. Fortunately, he was able to be on the sidelines, but the team continued to show no fight. They made the same mistakes they've been making all year, and they simply haven't gotten a spark from anyone. That says a lot about the coaching staff. Simply put, essentially nothing has gone as planned for Gang Green this year. Fitzpatrick will start the last game of the season against the Rex Ryanless Bills, not quite the magnitude of last year's Week 17 matchup against Buffalo. Christian Hackenberg will dress for the first time as the team's backup, and while I would love to see Hackett his first in-game action, I wouldn't expect it. This one will be a snooze fest in what's been a season to forget. EJ Manuel is starting for the Bills, so I'll give a banged-up Jets team the edge with a 17-10 win to finish the season. Good news is a win won't drop them any lower than the sixth spot in the draft, according to ESPN. Covering the... I'm Christian Goey, WFUV Sports. Thanks to Christian for his Jets report. Great job, as always. He's picking the Jets to win this week against Buffalo, which... Jets are awful, but I don't know. EJ Manuel is starting for Buffalo. Rex Ryan's out. Maybe they'll win, but uh, I don't know if we really want to talk too much about this game or how much we really want to talk about the Jets at all, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, the the Patriots game was just, like, so embarrassing. I mean, I know for you guys it, it must it's have been great. so nice to beat the Jets' faces in. But I, was saying to Manny, I was saying to Manny that I was out early that morning. I wasn't around, so I missed the first half of that game. I still sat down and watched the rest of that blowout because it felt so good. Nah, me, nah, I saw the whole thing from start to finish, <laughs> and I tell you what, I was jumping in and out of my seat the entire time. <laughs> we do what I mean, we I had to do. One of, the, 
the greatest like Patriots Jets moments was it was the end of the first half, right? And the Patriots were up like twenty nothing or something, mm-hmm. and they were just going to run the clock out. And then Todd Bowles called the timeout, I guess, because of course you got to get the ball back in the hands of Bryce Petty. Yeah, and Bill <laughs> Belichick got mad, so they just scored a touchdown. It's I mean, so I think good. That was just so classic. It's honestly right up there with the butt fumble for me. It's not going to get replayed as often, you but it was so? ju- just in terms of how like spiteful it felt and really yeah, petty, I, really, really petty, really, and I loved really it. Petty. I see no, pun like it. no pun intended. No pun intended, because <laughs> the pettiness of the Patriots is much better than the petty that's on the Patriots on the Jets. Mm. Yeah, Rick, I, I know you said you don't want to talk about this game that much though, but one thing is not even Jets related. What are the Bills doing with Tyrod Taylor? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's getting checked out, right? <sighs> he should. Mm. I don't know what they're doing. They should be extending him first of all. I don't oh, know I what they're. I thought you were talking about his injury. Hmm. I thought you were talking about his injury. Is he injured? I thought it wasn't a big deal. I saw um, something on the bottom scroll of ESPN that said like uh, he's going to see some knee doctor. Or something. Really? Maybe yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But regardless, what are they doing? Not trying to extend this guy? They said they're going to let him know. go. I guess that's more of it. Okay, so he does have an injury. Yeah, he's injured, but at the same time, they're not doing the right thing in terms of pain. They should extend him 100%. He's a franchise uh, quarterback. I, you think he is a franchise quarterback? I think he's better than who the uh, Bills are going to get. Who are they going to get? I, mean, I think he's been their best quarterback in a while. I mean, we haven't seen – I mean, even when Fitzpatrick was here and, and Manuel played, no one has done as decent or good of a job as Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think he's, he's definitely the best quarterback they have right now, but – I don't know what the contract he's looking for, but I mean, he is, he'll be 28 next season. I don't know if you want to give him like a, a huge contract, which maybe he's looking for if he feels like his past two years worth it. Oh, so the, okay, so the, the story behind him not playing is that he's been playing through an injury and they're benching him this week because they have a vesting option. There's a $27 million injury guarantee really? they've got in their contract. That's insane. That's a large amount of money. That's that's real contract negotiation. So if if more attention means surgery, if Tyrod Taylor can't pass a physical before the third day of the next league year, the Bills will be stuck with Taylor and the twenty-seven point five million dollars. Wow. Huh. Mm. That's crazy. That's so I guess yeah. I guess they well, can get out of it. He gets surgery. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. I I really don't know what to say. I mean, Tyrod Taylor. I think he could be. I think he could be a playoff quarterback. I think he's a good I, coach. A good offensive coach, he'd be pretty good. Yeah, you know, I Rex Ryan. So. I also don't think letting him go is like the craziest move in the world. I just feel like yeah, letting but, him go at this at this period with no yeah, one really on the horizon, not a, a decent draft class. I think it's a quarterback draft class that's better than it's getting credit for, but not a great one. Well, I mean, I think the 2018 draft class is what had has everyone excited with Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Allen, Josh Rosen. So. Maybe they're almost thinking we'll, we'll nab one there. Maybe we'll tank a little next year because we're going to have a rookie coach anyway and nab one yeah. there. I guess. Well, what did you guys think of the Rex Ryan firing? Oh, man. That that was uh, that was pretty interesting to me because he got fired along with his brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, I think I, I think we all saw that coming because, you know, as a coach, you do have one job, and that's to win games. And he's really struggled to do that in Buffalo. But uh, at, at the, the time he got fired, it's interesting to me because at least let him, you know, finish out the season. Barring that there's one game left and they are out of a play of contention. So I don't know. I don't think he's a good coach. So I wasn't that surprised. <laughs> I really don't see it with him. He's his offense, yeah, he's a defensive coach, which is fine. He's a, he's a player's coach, too. People want to play for Rex. I guess. But he's a defensive coach that 
doesn't find a good offensive mind to run his system maybe is my issue with it. He can't find a good coordinator, which is a big yeah. part of your job too. I don't think he's a good leader. I mean, I know you say, like, people say he's a player coach, but I, I feel like his act kind of wears thin after a while. He guarantees the Super Bowl every year. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe some guys, some guys love it. I think some guys kind of just get annoyed with that. I think mm-hmm. he's just like a buffoon. Yeah. He's a, he's, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a lot of a character of himself. That hard knocks might have been the worst thing that ever happened to his career. Yeah, that was. Because <laughs> he really yeah. played it up after that. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. Blame him because, I mean, it's certainly a good marketing opportunity for yourself and whatever. The personal hashtag brand awareness is important. Yeah. But I think it kind of hurt him a little bit at, in the long run. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, I'm I interested to that, see who they look for. Know, because, what? I'm interested to see who the Bills hire. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I mean, there's going to be like, I don't know, seven, eight coaching vacancies, maybe. Yeah, I can't believe Tom Coughlin's going around interviewing all of a sudden. I know he's going to Jacksonville. Can you imagine going back he's there? He's got to go somewhere. He can't go to Jacksonville. If he's going to go somewhere, how many more years is he going to coach? He's got to go somewhere that's ready to win a Super Bowl. Like if if the mm-hmm. Colts fire Pagano, he could go to Indianapolis. Yeah. But I don't think he wants to go I mean, anywhere cold. That's for sure. What? He doesn't want to go anywhere cold. That's for sure. Yeah. I think he likes Jacksonville because it's probably near his summer home. His retirement yeah, home is in in Jacksonville somewhere. All right, let's get back to the yeah. Jets. The Jets, <laughs> we really got <laughs> off that. We went all the way to the, the Jets Jaguars. Had a, such a drag to talk about that we were instead talking about Tom Coughlin and the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. But the Jets, I mean, I, I don't really think it's even necessary to review last game much or preview this one because it's irrelevant. But I'll take it more as a whole. What do you think went wrong for the Jets this season? They were fine everywhere except for quarterback, I feel like. Their defense fell apart a little bit towards the end, but it's a quarterback league, and they had the worst collection of quarterbacks in the league. And that's what it comes down to. You can get away with an average quarterback. They didn't even remotely come near that. And so their offense never got anywhere. They couldn't free up their ground game, and their defense was on the field constantly because Ryan Fitzpatrick loves throwing to other teams. You know what? It's hard to disagree with you, honestly, because if you think about uh, they they had they good rising stars with their and then Mark Quincy Newhouse came up this Yeah, I, are we losing Manny? It's, it's really hard to win football games without a, a quarterback, and um, and Darrell Revis didn't really live mm-hmm. up to his name, so it was hard for him to to, to stop him from scoring as well. Yeah, I think it it it, it has to start at quarterback, but uh, I I think sort of. The locker room just getting lost. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess you have to blame Todd Bolsat, but Sheldon Richardson and you know some other guys on the defense just sort of rebelling and showing no respect to Todd Bowles. I feel like that definitely hurt. I know that came later in the season. And I think the first six games so that was a brutal stretch to yeah, start that's off. A t- yeah, yeah, very bad. I, I think it was just sort of a, a perfect storm of of things going wrong for the Jets this year. And I, I mean, they are in. I feel like they're in trouble for. Maybe a while. I mean, I know the defense is pretty good, but some guys are getting a little older and on offense. You know, Marshall's going to be getting – he is old already and Forte, Decker. So, I don't know. I think the Jets are sort of in a tough spot, especially without a quarterback. And now can you afford publicly even, just public like relations-wise, to draft another quarterback? And is this the draft that you do it in? I don't know. I mean, that's honestly – I feel like the Christian Hackenberg draft pick – was almost where everything else started spiraling out of control. You can look back to that pick saying, well, somehow this is the guy that we want. The guy that didn't get along with his coaches and didn't have a particularly great year and blamed everybody else for not having a good year and certainly could have benefited from a year in the uh, Joe Moorhead offense. Definitely. 
just kind of yeah. that that kind of hamstrings you because now you're going to say, oh, well, we drafted this guy, but we don't think he's even good enough to start in a meaningless game that literally couldn't hurt us at all if he played in this game. Give him a shot, whatever. They're not going to commit to that. And you also can't really draft another quarterback because you just use a high pick on one. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I think that that pick is going to it's it's going to cripple the franchise. I mean, I don't see how Hackenberg has not gotten a shot this year. At least see what you have in him because, I mean, I think the Jets need a quarterback. I think, like you said, it's a quarterback-driven league, and you're not going to go anywhere if you don't have a quarterback. But can they, like you said, afford to, to do that? Can they take Kaiser? Can they take Watson in, you know, uh, with a top-five pick and not be laughed at? You know, I, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, unless they want to get Hackenberg next year, and like we said with the Bills, where maybe they're waiting for a good quarterback class in 2018 and looking at it there, uh, then maybe you could do it because there'd be two years apart from your second-round Hackenberg pick and whatever you choose to do in 2018. I, I don't know. I think it's tough, but I don't think the Jets are, are going anywhere next year. Do you think Bowles and McHagnon hang around? Because it's, it's tough. I think I, I think t- I think McHagnon does for sure, yeah. and I think he should. Bowles. I don't know. He's another story because the way that that locker room just sort of spiraled out of control, I like Todd Bowles. I think he's a good guy and a good coach, but I don't know. If you lose your locker room like that, uh, you lose the respect of your players, you can't command your players, it's kind of hard to keep your job now. It's a brutal brutal place to have your first head coaching job. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, though, I think Bowles stays and that the Jets find a way to get Tony Romo. Because there's no point in them going back into the draft, and, and you know they they haven't had success there, so it's really not something they're good at. Tony Romo is, I mean, he is Tony, so I think he could be a good fit in their system. You know, they give up the amount of picks that they need. It's making more and more sense as the season goes on. When that first came up, I was like, no, one, the Cowboys aren't going to trade with the Jets. Two, the Jets aren't going to trade for a quarterback. But as things got more and more desperate, and more and more people turned on the Jets and Dak continue to look really good. I think that really does make a lot of sense now. Yeah. Because they're not... Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Do you think the Jets are a Tony Romo away from being a Super Bowl contender? I don't know about Super Bowl contender, barring that Tom Brady's still in that division. But I think the Tony Romo on that team, I give him at least six more wins, maybe five more wins. I think they maybe. look a lot better with Tony I Romo. I feel like the Jets, I mean... It buys them time, first of all. It buys them time. It does buy them time. It does, but I mean, then are you just costing yourself getting a top draft pick? Yes. I, it's I the mean, Jets' way. Wouldn't you rather go three and thirteen than nine and seven? It's yeah. I no, I agree with you. I just I feel like it's tough. I mean, being in New York, that's the way it is. Is the Jets are gonna have to do something? You can't sit around and be like, ah, oh, whatever. I mean, look at the Yankees and how people kind of turned on them when they tried to sell out, and it kind of worked out for them, but. The idea behind it was that, no way, we can't do that. You're in New York. The Jets have been terrible for too long to be like, no, this is the year we're going to really be terrible on purpose. Yeah, exactly. We're on terrible. We're ter- this is the year where it's on purpose. Yeah, right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, but th- that's sort of my point, too, is that maybe they can take it, tank because they've been bad for so long that at least if they're like, all right, well, now we're going to be <laughs> bad with a purpose, like maybe people will sort of get behind it. It's not, yeah, that's that's a good point. I guess it makes sense, kind of, but, but it, I could, it's still the Jets. How hurt? They seem kind of set at most of their positions, though, at least in the near future, that trading a high pick in this year's draft wouldn't hurt a whole lot. I mean, I can't think of a glaring hole, really, that kills them outside of quarterback, maybe quarterback. at O-line, but there's not a, outside of quarterback. And the O-line is not great, but there's not 
at least as of now, not a lot of O-line prospects hanging around that are really worth what the pick they're, they're going to get. Mm-hmm. So I could yeah, see them getting away with they this could year. Trade the pick, I, guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, they may need a cornerback. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd be a corner. I don't know. I mean, I'm not as up on that kind of thing yet because, I mean, I don't know. I don't follow enough college football to be aware of guys that are really good. I wait on other draft scouts to be like, oh, these are the guys. So I can't <laughs> think of anybody off the top of my head. There, there's someone from Florida. I forget. Oh, yeah, I think I, I, I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could see them. I could absolutely see them trading for Romo. I think it wouldn't be the worst decision in the world because the Jets are perpetually buying time for the franchise quarterback to show up. And maybe they think it's Hackenberg and they want to give him a year to continue to not play in actual games that mean anything because that seems yeah, to be the I mean, Jets' way too, to let guys kind of sit around and not do anything forever. <laughs> it's a messy situation. I don't know how it's going to get resolved. Tom, you're our resident Jets fan today. you have anything you want to add? Makes a good point. I, I didn't hear anything Tom just said because of the way the mics are set up. So, Jack, can you translate that? Yeah, he basically is saying that he needs. It's worth pointing out, and you kind of mentioned it that the cornerbacks are really a big issue for this team, and that there are a lot of people calling for Darrell Rivas. They quarterback, I think it's the biggest issue on the team. Yeah, yeah, but he said besides quarterback, that cornerbacks are the biggest issue on the team, and that he wants there are people who want Darrell Rivas to retire as a Jet after this game because that's how bad he was this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I if I was a Jet fan, I'd be mad, really mad, the way yeah. Rivas kind of built you for that money and then just kind of quit. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I feel like uh, I mean, I'm, I, I like Revis because he did play for the Pats, but I just hope <laughs> that this doesn't, this doesn't really, tar- this past year doesn't really tarnish, you know, his Hall of Fame resume. But I do think that they should just get rid of him. You know, age catches everybody; it's just time for him to go. All right, guys, I think we gotta end up moving on quick. Who do you guys think wins, Jets or Bills? I'm just gonna take the Bills because I don't know, Jets are terrible. Maybe Bills will be fired up with the fire coach. A tie, honestly. Like a 0-0 tie. <laughs> no one scores. No one moves the ball past like the 30. I like Buffalo the way I like just, be, just because they lost Rex Ryan. I like when teams who fire their head coaches win the next game because it looks like the head coach was bad the entire time. EJ Manuel's not any good either, though. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> True. All right. Let's, let's do the rest of our picks in our weekly pick. Let's look into the crystal ball for some weekly NFL predictions. All right, our final weekly pick'em segment of the year won't be the same in the playoffs. There's only a few games a weekend, so let's go rapid fire here. First up, Ravens at Bengals, a relevant game, but I'll take uh, Baltimore, Steve Smith. Yeah, Baltimore as well. Steve Smith's last game, I think he gets a couple touchdowns in this one. Steve Smith, man, three touchdowns last game. I'm <laughs> Is, is Tom joining us for the pick? He's trying. Looks like his mic's not working. We got. All right, so we'll move on. Texans at Titans. Uh, I'll say Texans. Yeah, Texans win because just who's starting quarterback for the Titans now too? That's a bummer. I thought they were looking really good. Mariota going Matt out Castle. sucks. Yeah, no. Yeah, Matt Castle. Matt Castle can't throw the ball like 15 yards. So give it to the <laughs> Texans. Matt Castle right. plays for the Patriots, man. We got to show him some love. I still don't see him win this game. I get to the Texans. <laughs> Panthers at Bucks. Bucks still so have something to play for. I'll take that. Yeah, their defense is too good, and Cam's had a bad year. They Panthers finish off a disappointing year with a loss. Bucks win. Yeah, Bucks win. I got the Bucks as well. Browns at Steelers. Browns got their win, but Steelers aren't really playing anybody. I'll still take the Steelers. Yeah, the Browns are too bad, even with the Steelers against the Steelers' second team defense and offense, given the Steelers. 
I think Dallas wins this game because when they go to their backups, their backups Tony Romo. So give him a little. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Sanchez. I think they said they wanted to get Romo a little bit, even if it's no, Sanchez. Yeah, I think I think it's Romo. They're I think they want to get them both in. Either way, I think the Cowboys win this game. I, I think their second team is too good too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is a tough one because I think Romo plays a decent amount. I like Romo. They're trying to market Romo, but he doesn't do that good of a job for the Eagles one. All right, Bears at the Vikings. No AP. I'll take the Vikings. I guess another Bears game. This is another terrible game. <laughs> Give me the Vikings in this one. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. This is not a game I'll watch. All right, Jaguars at Colts. Another useless game. I'll take the Colts. Yeah, Colts as well. Blake Bortles is looking really on the way out. Blake Bortles is on the way out. I don't know. I'll go with the Jags. I'm not sure if the Colts can pull it off in Jacksonville. Pass at Dolphins. This is a tough one. Tom Brady, 6-8 in his career at Miami. Who knows how hard they want to play. I'm not going to take the Dolphins. Uh, I think the Pats are going to win this one just because you always want to win that division game on the road in Miami. Like you said, he's 6-8. and eight, He wants to inch towards that 500. They win this one. This, I could go on this for a long time, but I won't. The Pats will win the game <laughs> because last year we didn't play in that hard. We wrecked some starters because we wanted to be ready for the playoffs. This year we're, we're better, we're healthier, and we need to win. Pats they want that home field, too. They get the home field exactly. they win that game. We need home field. It, it hurt us last year. All right, Chiefs to Chargers. I got the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs win big. Chiefs win very big. Not close. Cardinals at the Rams. Uh, I'm going to say Jared Goff finally wins. Yeah, I want to watch a Jared Goff win. I'd have that one. Give me the Rams. Uh, I don't know. I still, I still trust the defense of Arizona just a little bit, man. They were my Super Bowl pick in the beginning of the season, but that quickly changed. <laughs> I'll, go with, I'll go with Arizona. All right, Raiders at Broncos. I got to take Denver. I mean, with no far, that defense in Denver, I'm going back yeah, Denver is going to do enough to win that game. Denver wins easy. I'm, I'm going to go Oakland because I'm really not that confident in Denver's offense. Yeah, Oakland's missing their car, but I trust their defense more than the Broncos' uh, offense. All right, Seahawks at the idiot 49ers who decided to win instead of taking the number one pick. Uh, I'm, I'm the <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the 49ers have even less incentive to win because they've been trying the whole year, apparently. That's what I've been told. So, yeah, but the Seahawks win this anyway. Yeah, Seahawks all the way. No chance for San Fran. Saints and Falcons. I think Falcons win this when they lock up the QC in the NFC. I think the Snake, Saints seek one, sneak one out here. Saints win this one late. Really? Yeah, I don't know I why. Mean, I'm just feeling like it. This one should be a potential shootout. I mean, we are, Drew Brees is forever will be Drew Brees, and he plays till the, till the whistle's over. But I don't know. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I agree with the Falcons. All right, and the game of the week, Packers at the Lions. I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. You can't pick against them. Yeah, I can't do it either. I, even with Mike McCarthy being a strike against him, I think the Packers win this one. But it's late. I think it's a close one, like three or four points. As much as I dislike Aaron Rodgers, I can't go against him in this game. I got the pack. All right, guys, that's going to do it. The final NFL Friday of the regular season. Thanks to everyone for listening to all these long. We'll be back next week with a playoff edition for Manny of the AA, Jack McCoon, and Tom Trevely behind the glass. I'm Tom Spinelli. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.